Hello and welcome to another episode of Evolve Point, a Shadowverse podcast. I'm Ignidius. I'm Kalen. And the mini expansion for Edge of Paradise has been out as of recording for the past 25 minutes. <laughs> yep, just 25. I was waiting for the uh, all the cards to be revealed and the leader and everything before we start recording another episode, but they really don't give you a whole lot of lead time. They just did it this morning, and then by the time I was ready to record, now it's it's already out. Yeah, Yikes. Rooney was only, uh, the trailer for Rooney only came out maybe two hours before the uh, maintenance started. I just wish that they gave us a little bit more time. I don't know why, there's been a recent trend lately with both the spoiler season for minis and just regular expansions where they drop the whole, the whole set mere moments before the set goes live. I don't know why... This change happened, but it makes my life harder as a content yeah. creator, that's for sure. Can't get those card reviews out in time. Anyway, Kalen, how have you been the past week? I've been good. Been a bit cold. Uh, minor flooding in the area, but that's just how Australia works. That is just Australia, as I have come to understand it through secondhand yeah. accounts. As you can hear from my voice, since I recorded my card reveal video about the onions or whatever... I've somehow become deathly ill. Feeling better now, but my voice is still a little nasally. Hopefully that's not too distracting for the for the listeners out there. Yeah, you're only on the brink of the grave. Getting better, getting better. It was worse earlier. Like yesterday and the day before, I couldn't do pretty much anything. But now I'm ready to record, which is, you know, just in time for the mini expansion to be out, I guess. Well, let's start with the news. So first off, with the update, of course, the mini expansion's coming out, and there's also new story mode chapters for the Empyrean Inn. It stars Mizuchi and Si Long, the two Dragoncraft characters. And until June 5th Pacific time, you get three free packs for completing the latest chapters. Yeah, and that's 13 chapters in total, so... uh pretty normal length for a story. I am probably not going to get those three packs because I'm so far behind on story right now that it's incomprehensible. I'm still on a Steel Rebellion. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, I haven't beaten Alphamed yet. Wasn't that like two years ago? Yeah, that is ages ago. I just haven't done the story mode. For me, the main draw of Shadowverse is just playing against players. I don't know. It just hasn't hooked me yet. But yeah. So if you're a story mode Andy, go ahead and do those new chapters. You were going to do them anyway and you get three free packs. I'm up to uh about halfway through the in storyline for uh the little f uh, dog boy i think it's a shame that mizuchi has sort of ended up like the flow s of this set where interesting character design but we get no card for them yeah she won't be in this set at all i thought we were definitely going to get in the mini and then instead we just got two randos as the dragon legendary who are these people other events are happening too it's currently the fifth anniversary of the traditional Chinese version of the game, I believe. So if you switch your language in the game to traditional Chinese, you can get three free Edge of Paradise packs, at least until May 25th. So make sure to do that. Nothing much to say there, just a PSA, switch the language, get your free packs. Lots of free packs being handed out around this time, so uh, definitely good. Anyway, alongside the mini expansion, of course, we get the announcement of another leader. You said it earlier, uh, but it is in fact Rooney. She is the first place leader, as in like she got first place in the poll. So I believe like the other ones, she gets a special animation on her Evo and a special border as well. Yeah, her border is uh, its quite flowery, very purple, looks just like her outfit and it looks great. I'm looking forward to it. She's the only one I'm missing now, so hopefully I can get her. Speaking of Edge of Paradise mini expansion, of course, with the release of any mini expansion, there's a new add-on pack, so you get rate up on the new mini expansion cards, as well as the Rooney Leader. You get five free packs for logging in, and there's a daily pack giveaway 
for up to 10 packs, one per day. In place of the crystal button, there is a one single free pack ticket that is separate from a normal pack ticket. So it's temporary and only lasts, I guess, the duration of a normal 24 hour day in Shadowverse. I have probably more runecraft leaders than any other class except dragon but i've specifically bought a lot of dragon leaders with crystals if you guys didn't know this podcast is run by two dragoncraft mains so no bias or anything none whatsoever <laughs> alongside the add-on pack they're also launching a 10 pack bundle you can pay for with crystals you get twice the pack points for each 10 pack bundle so you get 20 points per 10 pack you buy each one comes with a legendary leader or alt art guaranteed and you also get the new yggdrasil cosmetics from her token spell i believe they are animated cosmetics as well aren't they these sleeves oh if you go far enough in the bundles, if you buy three, you will get an animated Yggdrasil sleeves. What did you say? Can you say that one again? Yggdrasil. <laughs> Comment down below if that was the correct pronunciation or not. I'm Australian, I can't help it. And I will use that excuse every time. <laughs> well, that's all there is for the, the Edge of Paradise mini launch news. Obviously it's out right now, so go and play the game. This is Future Igni here, literally in the middle of us recording the podcast. They just announced a victory reward event, so a chest event happening right now until May 29 Pacific time for Mars Cosmetics. So you win ranked matches to open chests for awards. Okay, that's it from Future Igni. Bye-bye. But other than that, we do have a bit of other news in terms of uh, the Shadowverse. Not just as a game, but as a, as, a, as a cultural touchstone, because the anime feels like it's getting pushed quite a bit. Of course, Champions Battle, the Switch game, has a legendary edition that's out now, and the new anime, Shadowverse Flame, is collabing with a cafe, I think, in Japan. And I, I've sent Kalen the, the link to the tweet here. But there's like a different parfait or themed drink around each character in the anime or something like that. Even the pets. I've been to a lot of these theme cafes before in Japan, and usually they're god-awful. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I went to a... Okay. Not to mention a competing product or whatever. <laughs> but I went to a Yu-Gi-Oh! theme cafe once at an anime in Japan. And the food, I swear to God, almost killed me because it was so bad. <laughs> but these ones, honestly, I think it's better when they do desserts. When they do like savory food, hit or miss, mostly miss. But th when they do desserts, a lot of the time it's a lot better. And these look pretty good. And this is exquisitely Japanese. This is exactly what I'd expect. Yeah, right. I mean, it's not like it's a super uh, bombastic news that they're doing a collaboration with a cafe or anything. But I'm just saying that I think they're really pushing the anime. The anime must be doing something for the main game, or, or at least, like, getting the name Shadowverse in more people's heads, I guess, because uh, of how much they're pushing it, right? I just have to assume. Yeah, it's getting some really interesting collaborations. When do you think the new cards are going to make their way to the main game? Because it took a while for the original Shadowverse anime cards to make their way in through uh, Dawn of Calamity. I think it'll be too soon uh, for next expansion. I think it might be the one after that. There aren't enough episodes out to really cover the uh what i think they'll be adding in terms of new cards to the anime so um given another three months might do it i would like it to be earlier than because it took so long for dawn of calamity first yeah it was me every expansion was probably going to be the story i mean the anime expansion next and then so, it wasn't right and then everyone yeah. was just like what's going on and it would have made a lot more sense to get it out in a more timely manner because if you're trying to publicize shadowverse to a wider audience and then they download the game and then like the cards that they 
saw in the anime aren't in the main game, they'll just be confused, right? So I do hope that the the flame one will release sooner than it took for uh, for the for the original anime. I can't speak either. Your your <laughs> Australianness is spreading. We both have excuses. You're still sick. Yeah, in my defense, my brain is cooked. You know that PSA ad a long time ago where it's like, this is your brain. Yes. This is your brain on drugs and it's like a scrambled egg. I have seen some confusion. This isn't really news, but I have seen some confusion in the community about like what happened to the streamer support program. Did it just disappear? The substitute for that program has been out for a little bit, the SVO Community Support Program. So you get upcoming expansion pack codes, up to a maximum of 10 codes per creator for every major expansion, and it's application-based, so you have to uh, submit an application through a form linking to your content. So you get two codes per one video content, two codes per one stream of 15 minutes or more, two codes per one article or tournament analysis, and five codes per one community-hosted tournament. Other types are also welcome and will be reviewed by the team. So just a little PSA again, because this has been out for a little bit, but a lot of people uh, didn't know that the creator support program actually has a replacement. And this is it. Yeah, excellent news. You know, I've never submitted an application for this. I would be freaking drowning in codes if I did. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I should. And finally, a little bit of a... Yeah, a little self-promotion. Yes, yeah, self-promotion. I am holding a tournament for the mini-expansion launch. It's going to be on May 21st, so just a few days from now. It's free to enter. There's in-game pack prizes. Go sign up. Link will be below, and it'll be streamed over on my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Ignidius. It's open to anyone, and you can win free packs. It's time for our favorite segment, Kalen. Both of our collective favorites. We woo, we woo. It's the esports corner. Now, Kaylin, you famously don't follow esports whatsoever, so uh, you tell me your opinion on on this news as a layman, okay? So, the SVL yeah. Edge of Paradise West tournament has concluded last weekend. Has a ten thousand dollar prize pool as usual for SBO this year. Tempo Storm Hishiro won the whole thing. I guess not really a surprise. Hishiro, a world-level competitor, was able to win the whole thing, and I believe undefeated as well. Oh. So congratulations to Hishiro, of course. But I am also very impressed that the second-place player, a player named I'm Your Senpai, got all the way to the runner-up, and it was his first Shadowverse tournament, is what I'm hearing. So that's pretty Impressive. crazy. And another thing is that the Rage Shadowverse 2022 Summer Playoffs are happening or have happened. Honestly, I'm unclear. <laughs> I feel like I'm a little disconnected from the Japanese scene compared to the uh, the West and uh, SEAO scene. But in any case, it was 41 players and eight will advance to the grand finals in June next month. And according to the breakdown, shout outs to Jif as always for the breakdown. There's a lot of people bringing Rune and Shadow and not much of the rest of the classes. So hopefully that gets mixed up a little bit with the release of the mini expansion. Sure, well. All right, it's the main topic time, Kalen. Mini expansion has launched. All the cards are out. Let's compare what has been revealed and released compared to what our predictions said. We'll start with Forest, I guess. It is more Evo Forest support. I believe that I did call that Evo Forest would get support. Yes, that was your prediction. I also said that I didn't want it to happen. Unfortunately, both cards are Evo Forest. Yeah, both of them are Evo Forest. I didn't want it to happen because of my bias against controlling Forest decks. Just feels so bad to play against. But, you know, fuck me, I guess, because Yggdrasil and Fairy Tail Prince are both evil forest cards. Not wanting to go up against Control Forest comes down to their healing tools and the infinite bouncing of four playpoint healing. 
it's not really the Evo part that's the problem there. I think it was Justin that I was talking to who said it best, where he's like, when you play against a control deck like Control Forest and you, you end up losing, it feels like you did something wrong, but you don't know what. And it could have been in any of the hundreds of turns before the end of the game. But, you know, hey, shout outs to the Control Forest players out there. Nothing against you personally. I just don't like playing against you. Please dodge me on ladder. Thanks. <laughs> Sword! We did predict and we hoped that there would be a lot of glittering gold support. Unfortunately, only the gold for sword, Noble Shield Maiden, yeah. generates glittering gold. And even then, it's pretty token in what it does. I don't see it helping the deck even slightly. Yeah, I don't think it's going to help the deck that much either. It just gives you a gold. It's not another enabler or a consumer or anything of the gold archetype. And it's only on Accelerate too as well, the main body just generates a bunch of guys and has nothing to do with glitter and gold as well it's a it's a bit of a shame and then of course the legendary the return of mars it's only been like five years yeah mars uh, an icon of what starforged legends ages Star ago Forge legends one of the best expansions imo yes i agree and mars returns unfortunately her effect is bad. It's strange. <laughs> it's strange. And it's to do with officer. It's like an officer synergy card. The payoff for it of having 20 followers or more uh, that are officers in your deck, you evolve the card and you get an amulet and it's just a worse Aramis. I don't know, man. And not only that, but the amulet just takes up board space, which yeah, sword right? needs. And I mean, like, depending on what build of sword you're running, you're already taking up board space with Arthurian Light and this and that and the other. And then now, I personally wish they were just glittering gold, like both of them. I mean, maybe not Mars specifically, that particular character being glittering gold support, but I do wish the legendary was glittering gold support here. Now, Rune, our predictions were completely off. I believe we said Rune should get more weird meme cards and not spell boost or ER support. And guess what, Kalen? Oh, yeah. The legendary is ER support and very good ER support at that, yeah, Riley. Yeah, very good. Yeah, some good little draw. The gold, the one I revealed, was spell boost support. Yeah, and it's really good spell boost support. It's got a tutor for a three or less cost spell. I think it's pretty hilarious that Burgent is literally just better statted Golden Warrior with the same fanfare, basically, and the same evolve yeah. effect. Yeah, that's happened before. Like, um, Mugnir uh, being the best silence card in the game right after Omen of Silence was a complete flop. Now, Dragon. We were hoping for spring support. And, and we got confusion. Yeah, it is very confused. I talked about this in my card review video as well. Noir and Blank maybe could be considered spring support because you discard it and it summons a 1-1 version. So you get two bodies if you discard it with the gold card Dragon's Call Bludgeoner. But that's a stretch. And Noir and Blank is not even that good, right? Like it, you only get the payoff really when you have 10 playpoint orbs and you get the ward that can't be destroyed. But even then it can be banished by Jupiter by itself it's just a 5-4-4 storm or a quick blader if you discard it so very strange card very strange but i think the dragon skull bludgeoner unfortunately kaylin it's just buff support <laughs> yeah it's good buff support it is fantastic buff support yeah you're right because it can only take one damage at a time so if you buff it up and then give it a fat stat line it's just gonna be a cheap follower that's borderline unkillable and the evolve effect of discarding a card and drawing two cards is actually really good for buff because there are times where you don't get your mermaids and you run out of fuel, right? And this is just additional consistency for you to draw through your deck. Yeah, especially to get rid of those uh, bricks like sharks that only have one HP. Honestly, Dragon Skull Bludgeoner, I'm happy to just 
throw in three copies into Buff Dragon, call it a day, not the spring support we were hoping for. Yeah, Buff Dragon's already a pretty tight deck, so it's going to find a hard place, but I think it will work in the deck. We'll see mm. variants with it. I guess we should preface this. We should have said this at the start of the podcast, not near the end. <laughs> but I have not played the mini at all, so... Neither have I. I've just uh, opened maybe five packs. All of these predictions that we're making, keep in mind that the mini has been out and we have not played it yet. <laughs> I think next time we'll be uh, giving our thoughts on what the actual gameplay of the mini expansion is. Yes, first week impressions. That's a good idea. Yeah. Good, good meeting, Kaylin. Good meeting. Having the meeting for the next podcast in the middle of the podcast. Yes, Sin Hunter, the Shadowcraft legendary. Dude, Shadow is so pushed. Both Sin Hunter and Ghost Town Apparition is are... This big game Hunter in Shadow? No, it also can destroy an enemy follower that is evolved. It's a better wow. Soul Squasher that also, if you perform two burial rites, you get a 3-3 storm. So this is essentially... It's not great in the current dominant forms of Shadow, like Evo or uh, Flame and Glass, but it's pushing La Candula as an archetype in rotation, and it's giving La Candula in Unlimited more reach as well. Little Soul Squisher even had a Necromancy cost. Yeah, four, four shadows, and this is just the 2-2 two, two stat line for two doing the same effect, but even better and with no cost. If it's not impactful in rotation this set, it will be once we get more support for Burial Right and La Candula. This is an instantly three of in the Unlimited Burial Right deck. Why does Shadow keep getting good stuff, man? It's not fair. Yeah, this card's <laughs> insane. This, this is cracked. Yeah, and speaking of, uh, Ghost Town Apparition is, I predict, going to be a huge problem. It's a 10-10-10 with Ambush, and it makes all of your opponent's followers ghosts. Very difficult to answer, and you don't play it for 10, you play it for 2 because you res it with Kernanos. I don't understand. I don't understand how this is dealt with. I think the only answers are Planetary Fracture. Yeah. And Flame and Glass with one Fuse. Wow. And that's it. Both are very bad <laughs> to put in your deck. Fracture's fr been getting better as more high-cost cards are printed, but this card, it, it's so strange it just seems impossible to deal with if you simply don't run fracture i've seen some people saying like well what's the issue like you're just gonna res flame and glass or skeleton raider and win the game anyway resing ghost town doesn't seem better than that but like why not just run this as a one or two of in that deck and then you have the option that completely upends the matchup and i, and I hope i'm wrong but I do think it's going to be an issue. What surprises me the most is this card's allowed to attack. I'd almost expect it to be given the simple text, cannot attack. But or like it, can't it attack can. the enemy leader or something like yeah. that. But no, it's a 10-10 with ambush that is almost impossible to deal with, makes all your counterplay useless, and then hits you in the face. <laughs> permanent ambush, not one-turn ambush like a lot of ambush cards get printed nowadays but permanent. Blood, Lord of Devastation. I believe in our predictions and hopes video we said, Evo, blood, support. And, you know, be careful what you wish for, I guess, because oh, yeah. we did get it. Explicitly Evo, blood, support, for sure. Yeah, both of them are Evo, blood, support, both Lord of Devastation and Demon Bodyguard. Unfortunately, Lord of Devastation is a 10-cost card, and you can only accelerate it for five to summon two of the guys if you've evolved five times. So it's a brick waiting to happen all the time, I feel like. Yeah, and I don't see blood just getting to 10 play points in rotation too oh, often. Oh, no, no way, no way. And then uh, the Demon Bodyguard, I think, is a not bad card, though. 635 Ward, Fanfare, Summon, Mini, Soul, Devil, and Demon. If Avarice is active for you, evolve them. And then Mini, Soul, Devil also 
pings and heals when another follower evolves. So you can get a lot of value there. Uh, and Avarice is pretty easy to activate these days. Yeah, Avarice is very easy. This, the entire set practically supported it. Potentially three evos in one turn because the mini soul devil and the demon evolve. Then you evolve the demon bodyguard. You get two pings and heal two. And then it sets up your evolve count. You'll, you'll likely be at six by then because it's three evos in one turn. And then you invoke uh, Bloodless Demon. So I think this card is actually not bad. I get nostalgic looking at him, actually. His art reminds me of the Nightbane's card game. You know, his art reminds me a lot of Hellboy, the character. Yeah, that, that's also what I was thinking. It is it is Hellboy with like the sawed off horns and everything. Yeah, pretty much. This is dead ass Hellboy for sure. My favorite art from this uh, mini for sure. Oh yeah, he looks amazing. Okay, Haven. Remember what I said, be careful what you wish for. I did say in the predictions and host video that I want Amulet Haven to come back, but I was sort of hoping for amulets to play for Yatalant. Instead, we get Vajra Champion, who can get reduced cost whenever you play an amulet. But the payoff is actually not even that great. It's a rush, clash, banish the enemy follower. It makes it annoying to trade into, obviously, because you can't trade into it. You simply cannot trade into it. <laughs> you simply cannot. Both running this and Yatalant in your deck, I think, can be a little cumbersome, especially if you don't draw the Vajra Champion early. Especially, especially, because there aren't a whole lot of low-cost amulets that are good in rotation right now, right? I can see a meme deck in the making with this, and uh, what's the card? Guardian Sun from Haven. Right, giving it ward. Any, any uh, four-plus cost card ward. That would be... Uh, interesting and then you make it untargetable with nyx or whatever <laughs> that'd be pretty funny yeah let's talk about impious bishop as well this card is just so mid in my opinion i don't think it's strong enough to be run in ward or heal so is it for amulet and if it's for amulet is the crystallize powerful enough to bring back that archetype i don't really think so do you have different thoughts no i don't think i do i i just don't really see this card being any different to a lot of others that Haven already has other stronger crystallized body cards. I think it's a bit of a shame that both Haven and Portal this set were so underrepresented and Haven got really mid cards. Meanwhile, Portal <laughs> got oh, so boy. pushed. Let's talk about it. Uh, Shion, the legendary, gives you Mercurial Might on Accelerate 1 and Mercurial Might's a one play point spell that reduces damage from effects to zero. So um <laughs> you just get yukari on demand which is insane yep and taiku on support and the body as well is incredibly difficult to deal with because it it can't be damaged by effects and it can't be destroyed or banished either and it's a 610 with ward on when you evolve it too so just an insane card yeah, all around even without evolving uh jupiter can't even trade over it it's got yep. eight health now i believe both of us asked for uh festive support for portal and it looks like we didn't get any yeah we didn't get any festive support whatsoever it's it's pretty interesting because magna saber was the whole gimmick of portal this set and it kind of worked out sometimes but it was very inconsistent it did have a few placements at tournaments and stuff but now we just get more uh artifact support <laughs> with celestial artifact we said that there probably wouldn't be artifact support and it would be festive and we were so wrong being able to draw artifacts for one and then on the body it's basically a single target vertex colony it's also a finisher in uh, unlimited where you can get almost 20 names nowadays and six name artifact is very big and unlimited to this day so this definitely helps that does this count as playing an artifact when you accelerate it for the extra well minus one play point used and draw well whenever you play an artifact card recover one play point oh my god it does it, it interacts would count, with right? that because it's an it artifact and if it accelerates it's an artifact spell yeah well, there you go. We broke Unlimited again. <laughs> oh, boy. And the last card to talk about is Glistering Angel. I love her. 
I love her. It's so good. It counters Invocation, which is very important in this meta through Susie, Coremaster, and Paracelise, of course. So the fact that they printed an Invocation counter is uh, is really big. Yeah, for sure. Uh, great stat line. It fills that two playpoint neutral ward that seems to get just stays in rotation permanently. So she'll be there for a while. Evolve, destroy an enemy follower. That that alone is enough to put this card in a lot of decks. Oh yeah, and uh, Wardhaven with this too just gets even more benefits as well. Yeah, Wardhaven looks like it's going to be the dominant Haven deck for the next month and a half at least. At least. Well, there you go. That is what has actually been revealed and released compared to what we thought was going to happen. By and large, we uh, didn't do well on the predictions because this mini is kind of disjointed from the rest of the expansion. A little bit, yeah. And there's been a lot of retrains in this too for some reason. Yeah, they're not really complementing the expansion with this mini. They're instead filling out rotation with what it needs going forwards. Yeah, yeah. Very interesting. So it's not a thematic extension of Edge of Paradise, but rather just... Uh, here's a bunch of cards. So my thought on that would be, do you expect another Edge of Paradise and Ethereal in themed expansion? Well, Kaylin, for me to comment on that, I'd have to play the story mode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's not going to happen anytime soon. I'm sure you'll get around to it one day. One day, one day. But, you know, I mean, it's not out of the question, right? Like, uh, we got Machina back with World Uprooted, so... I feel like a lot of the decks this set really didn't lead into the festive attribute. Yeah, almost nothing really cared about festive unless they needed to tutor a specific card. So I think that's kind of a shame thematically that we never even got the, uh, the promise of the set realized. It seems like wasted potential with the whole festive gimmick, because they gave it to a lot of cards that didn't really need a trait whatsoever otherwise mm. i guess to to finish out this episode of the podcast i'll just ask what are you gonna play after this like what are you gonna log on and 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 make for your first deck in the mini expansion well obviously i'm gonna get my dailies done they've been delayed by the maintenance but i guess as per usual i'm gonna try and play dragon first yeah probably me too i'm just gonna put Dragon Skull, Bludgeoner, and Buff, and call it a name. <laughs> but I'm also actually really excited to play Earthrite with the new Riley card, so I'm, I'm going to give that a go too. Well, that's it for this episode of Evolve Point. We'll be back again next week with our first impressions of week one of the Edge of Paradise mini meta. But for now, we're going we're gonna to go play the game. <laughs> and we still don't know how to do an outro, apparently. Yeah, nah. Well, you can find us on Twitter. Links below. I've been Ignidius. I've been Lord Kalon. And see you next time. One day, we'll figure out how to end a podcast. <laughs>